Huzzah, Rangers! This is Phil Harris here at the Jacks Rangers show. I am joined with Bozo6, who's filling in for our boy Diamond Dave, of course. And then we've got a very, very special guest this time around. He is Junior Gaffa. He is the Free Jacks second round draft pick, 23rd overall, a center slash wing from Brown University. How the hell are you, boys? Bozo, how the hell are you? I'm doing all right, Phil. How are you? Not too bad. Junior, how are you? Good, Phil. Yeah, glad to be here. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Glad you're here with us. Uh, So thankful that you're able to join us. I know that you're still at Brown uh, working on some school stuff, but I wanted to get you on the show here because you've been all over the place this summer, a global trotter. But uh, Mm -hmm. tell us where you're from, first and foremost. Yes, I was... uh... I'm originally born in um, Apia, Samoa, so I'm from, from the West End Islands, but um, grew up in L.A. ever since I was three and uh, wow. from San Pedro, San Pedro, California. So, Very good. Uh, one of our previous draft picks who plays for Mystic now, J.J., also from L.A., uh, so we'll have to have you guys uh, hook up and talk about uh, L.A. I was just over there, what was it, six months ago or less, um, for my uh, dream vacation. I went down to L.A. for the first time, went to Universal Studios Hollywood, which was awesome, and then flew up to uh, Seattle to see the uh, you and the Free Jacks face off against Seattle, which was a great game. Uh, but uh, talk about your origin story with rugby. Did you grow up with a rugby ball in your hand being from Samoa? Is your family hardcore rugby people? Uh, yeah, so my brothers always played growing up. Uh, I unfortunately uh, couldn't. Yeah, my mom was real strict with with uh, me and my brother and not being able to uh, do that contact sports growing up. So um, it was a uh, short short lived. I started rugby my sophomore year of high school actually. So okay, um, I played I think one youth tournament that my dad kind of like threw me and my brother in. Uh, last minute just got the gear and took the pictures and then called it a day but yeah my first first actual introduction to rugby started my sophomore summer um and yeah picked up picked up pretty quick yeah played for my local uh local team uh la rugby club um, okay. the youth program. yeah so i played i think a, a few games with those guys um mm-hmm. before um getting a couple looks from academy teams um joined era uh ego impact rugby academy okay um, yeah so i played with with those guys and then uh transferred clubs to a back bay rugby club where i would play the the rest of my uh, high school career and yeah very good. So one thing that's really special about you is you're an American football player as well. You played there, I believe, all four years at Brown University. Back in my day, everyone on the Brown football team had to join my fraternity. And by the way, Mags's fraternity, the CEO, is Theta Delta Chi. Are you a Theta Delta? I'm not a, a Theta Delta. I did not rush my freshman year. But yeah, I know all the, all the boys um, were part of the, the program uh, the, about a Theta. So yeah. Okay. All right, so that's still kind of a thing. I was wondering about that, if that's still like a, a thing that takes place. That's pretty interesting. Um, I wanted to ask you about, you know, you played outside linebacker at Brown. You played college football for those four years, as I was saying, and then transitioned back to rugby in 2022. Um, what was that transition like, you know, taking the pads off and just using the, the mouth guard there? Yeah, it was definitely uh... – 
definitely a little nervous uh, getting back into into things. Um, yeah. I remember that first conversation with uh, Dave. Kind of, his last game was right before Thanksgiving. Uh, football game was right before Thanksgiving, and it was like wrapping up my senior year. Um, so I had made a decision whether I was coming back or not at the time. So I just reached out to Dave um, to see what my chances were of coming down and joining the the rugby team. Um, and he said it was possible. So we kind of read, or like solidified everything over the the break, and then was able to join join training again. But yeah, definitely nervous. But uh, um, head coach Ed Brown kind of reassured me. He's like, just riding a riding a bike, so uh, you'll you'll pick it up. Uh, right back up where you left off. So yeah, I was glad That's I awesome. did. Uh, we got a connection to Brown University. Uh, one of our good friends, and I would even say an intern of this show, if you want to say I got an out, outrider intern. James yeah. Horkin plays for Amazing. Brown. Uh, one of our favorite uh, fans of the show. One of the best Rangers out there for sure. So how would you describe how you actually play rugby? If you could give us some descriptions about how you play on the field, on the pitch, what would those be? Uh, that's, a, that's a good question. Um, uh, I'd say my um, background with like football and, and um, I guess my, my inside of early ages of rugby, um, defensive, defensive front, so definitely my um, cup of tea, I guess. It's a, it's a fun, fun part of the game for me, and I really enjoy um, the defensive side of it, just positive tackles, dominant hits, and then um, I guess on the attack is just hard lines. It's it's always been hard lines for me, kind of growing or um, to start. But over the academy uh, this past summer, definitely learned to um, use the ball in my hand more and um, kind of uh, get more of a decision making position or idea behind behind the attacker side of, of rugby. So yeah. very good. Yeah, I think that's going to be something that Scott Matthews is going to love to hear because I know the defensive structure and what the Free Jacks want to do is be dominant with tackles, as we saw all in the 2023 season. That was a huge part of our victories, you know, dominant tackles that led to turnovers, you know, and then that uh, that counterattacking rugby that we were so good at last season with that transition that took place from turnover to offense to scoring. So that's going to be a, a pivotal part of, I'm sure, next year as well. I mean, I don't know. I don't have any spoilers for anybody or anything like that. But I, I imagine that that's the kind of mindset that the, the Free Jacks, because it was so successful winning the championship, that they want to continue with. But uh, what do you need to work on to get better as a rugby player? You kind of mentioned a little bit there, but um, any more specifics that you have for us about how you want to improve as a player? Yeah, 100%. Um, it was actually the end of the USA Academy. We, we had this long survey kind of talk about our work-ons and what we think we've improved on during, during our time there. But um, one of the things I listed um, was just my connections, like with, with the guys on, on the field, being able to um, organize and like game manage um, while, while being on the pitch, just trying to get guys in the, in the right spot as well, as well as me. So um, yeah, I think those will, will be big things to come in and there's definitely great talent to, to learn from um, at, at the Free Jacks, I'm really excited to take full advantage of that. For sure. You know, Brown University is an excellent rugby school. I, I, they've won national championships in recent years. I, I'm thinking maybe it's you guys are defending national champions, perhaps. Is that is that the case? 
Yes, sir. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. You know, Dartmouth is very, very good as well. We've got some really, really good teams in the New England area um, that uh, that really hold the banner for college rugby. And Brown is one of those programs for sure. Um, I wanted to talk to you because, you know, we mentioned earlier that you've been globetrotting all over the place this summer. You were in uh, my hometown of Charlotte and you were in France as well. So uh, you were recently on the Atlantic Coast All-Stars who competed in the, this is going to, I'm sure I'm going to get tripped up here, the World University Rugby Invitational Tournament in France. I got through it. Uh, Tell (laughs) us about your experience over there in France. Yeah, that was definitely an experience of a lifetime for me. It was uh, my first time out of the the country since first coming. So um, it was a great experience to be able to go overseas and experience international play. Um, Calibre rugby was uh, top notch. Definitely got to see what other other countries are working with and um, playing countries like New Zealand and um, Australia and South Africa, yeah, Cape Town and all these all these different schools. There's a lot of a lot of talent around there, so um, it was great to head out there with the the guys, the fellas, and and put on our, our best efforts with um, with the tournaments. So, um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. You guys did pretty well, as if I'm recalling correctly. Was it? Do you guys uh, finish third in the tournament overall? You guys got a trophy, if I'm uh, if I'm correct. Yeah, we we lost in, in so we made it to the semis, lost the semis, and then lost the our our final uh, okay. third place game. So it came came fourth, but okay, um, yep. definitely yeah, great great matches and then. Very good. Um, let's talk about, you know, what is your preference? Because, you know, you're listed as a guy that can play center or wing. Do you have a preference one way or the other? Or are you just a guy that like whatever they tell me to do, I'll go out there and play it? Yeah, I think uh, still being early with uh, with kind of like my rugby careers, it's it was um, just put me wherever, wherever it's best and, and that'll work. But um, it's definitely um, kind of moved into a center's position, um, played a lot of 12 this over this summer. I played a lot of 13 my high school and kind of end of college career, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm super eager to see where, where they think fits best for me and um, excited to have those conversations to, to see where I can develop uh, best at. So. Absolutely. We see a lot of the guys that get drafted, you know, come in as basically development players. They're 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 working on their craft. You know, they might get in a game or two, but the focus really is about development of the player for future years down the line. Um, You know, let's discuss here. The Jacks picked up two additional players in the 2023 MLR draft. We've got Gabe Casey from UCB, I believe is where he came from, and Chevy from um, Indiana University. Are you familiar with these guys, and uh, have you played against them at all? I have not played against Gabe. I, I um, have played with Will, mm-hmm. um, with and against Will a lot, actually, in, in high school. The academy team that um, I, I played, or Eero, we, we played on the same sevens team. Okay. Um, so we went to Vegas a couple of times to do a few tournaments. I had a lot of success over, over there. And then um, I actually did the uh, Youth Olympic Trials with, with Chevy in 2018. Um, so up in Albany, Albany, New York. Uh, okay. The trials for the, um, at the, the Can-Am Games for the um, or Rio Games. So they, yeah. That was a lot of fun too. Chevy's Chevy's a workhorse, man. They uh, once I saw his name picked up uh, from the free jacks, I was like, man, that's a 
the best the sleeper pickup for for the draft hundred percent. So well, that's what we were kind of hoping, you know, that, that would take place is we've got a guy here that has, you know, USA Sevens experience. He's around that camp in the Sevens camp. And the Sevens team is not exactly like the 15s. They're really, really good at yeah. the international level. And I hate to be that way. And Bozo's smiling because, you know, we talk about this, Bozo, about how difficult it is to be a, a USA Rugby 15s fan out there. But the Sevens team is nothing to shake your fist at. Um, those guys know what they're doing and they, they've got the pedigree and, and the, the experience um, at the international stage. But, you know, it's really, really cool that they were able to pick him up so late in the draft. What a gem he could potentially be, as you're talking about, a workhorse, a guy that can just burn you. I think uh, he played a lot of uh, scrum half in college. So it's interesting to see how he will transition, but super excited for that. Um, I wanted to ask you about your MLR draft night experience. There's a different schools of thought about the MLR draft party. The first rounders, the, excuse me, the first rounders were all in Austin this year, which was new. But some guys like to have a big party with family. Some guys like to watch with their college teammates. What was your approach to that whole draft night? Yeah, so um, we're at the we're in North Carolina still, so I'm in Charlotte, so we're surrounded by. By all the guys, um, I forget exactly. I think right before the draft, um, I was coming back from dinner, so I was like running late to the draft party that we had going on. But mm -hmm. um, all the first round guys that were a part of the, the academy um, were all uh, were just getting in that day, so um, we kind of set up in in one of their rooms uh, to to watch. So um, I missed the first round where where all the guys were like. Uh, getting their names called and stuff, but then when I walked in, the stream had cut, and yes, um, yeah. So we're all the the guys that didn't go first round, or like the guys that didn't know where they were going. We're we're still in kind of like baffling. We're we're trying to figure it out. Um, didn't work out, so everyone just kind of like said the congratulations to the first round guys, and then made their ways back to the room because it was getting a little late um, with a big day in it the the following day. So. Mm -hmm. I actually got back to, to my room and I was on my on the phone with my mom and then people started sending me um, congratulations and all these other stuff on, on Instagram for, from the post. Um, so I got to experience that that moment with with moms and kind of um, share our laughs and, and cries and stuff together. So nice. um, definitely a, a great experience overall. But yeah. Very good. I mean, you know, going to the Free Jacks, a team that is in your backyard there at Brown, that you have a lot of experience with. I mean, you've been through the pathway to a certain extent, being a part of the independence. Um, talk, just talk about, you know, being drafted by the Free Jacks. What's going through your mind when you hear that you are a new Free Jacks player at yeah. that moment? No, it was really, really special. Uh, definitely, um, especially coming off of a championship year, just understanding and knowing um, the caliber of rugby and, and the standards that the, the organizations are at right now, mm -hmm. um, knowing the talent that's there and, and seeing seeing the guys plays, uh, just really exciting to be able to join a program as well as a, a city and, and a fan base like like Boston. So um, definitely, yeah, definitely excited once once I saw all that going down. So yeah. Very good. Final question for you. I, I, I'm going to have two more, but and then I'll let Bozo take over. But uh, did you speak with head coach Scott Matthew at all uh, recently or TK? I mean, what what are they telling you after being drafted? 
Yeah, uh, on, on draft night, TK actually reached out and um, shot a call over just to, to say his congratulations. I, I spoke with uh, Scott as well, um, kind of just checking up on me while I was at the academy, see how development's going. Um, would right, So would we speak later, so we, we definitely have conversations to come, but um, it was really nice to, to be able to get those calls from, from those guys. Um, not, not too too big for um, for stuff like this, so it was, it was cool to see and uh, hear from them. Very good. It was just announced today that both TK and Scott Matthew, as expected, are returning to the Free Jacks in 2024. Just an absolute all-star championship, you know, back office and, and uh, coaching staff. So it's really, really exciting if you're a Free Jacks fan. I always tell people it's a great day to be a Free Jacks fan every day. Um, so, yeah, it, it's definitely something very, very exciting. My final question for you, because we're talking about Shard a little bit. That's where the USA Rugby Academy is right now. And also the USA Hawks as well for the MLR development players go down there and get some game time going and stuff like that. What was your take on Charlotte? That's my hometown, if you will, home yeah. city. Um, and I'm going back there next weekend. So what, what did you think about Charlotte? Uh, it, was, it was beautiful, nice, nice little town, man. We uh, got to go downtown a couple of times and, and experience the city life down there. It's definitely busy downtown, man. Yes. We, we go down every, every other weekend and stuff just to, to grab some drinks and stuff with the guys. And, man, it was, cool. it was a great time. So, um, but yeah, the UNC around, around UNC specifically is beautiful. Yep. Um, a lot of green, a lot of, a lot of great people as well. So, no, a great, great time. Very good. I always tell people if Charlotte was in New Hampshire, I would live there. But Bozo, I'm going to let you take over. <laughs> nice. Nice. Hey, so Junior, you said something interesting to me. Rugby, big big world, but small world. So speaking of era, uh, are you familiar with Coach Bannerhall? Coach Bannerhall, yes. Yes, sir. Army's, oh, Army's finest right there. Yeah. yeah. Very good. Very good friend of mine. He was my first uh, rugby coach way, way back uh, in 2005. Oh, uh, there yeah. it is. Yeah, actually linking up with him next Monday night because we're talking about the uh, 2024 high school season. So the old curmudgeon's still out there. His, his fingers are still crooked, and he still counts down when you're running laps. So uh, that's awesome. Yeah. He, yeah, I don't think he'll ever change. So that was uh, interesting to hear. I didn't know you were an, an era guy, so that's pretty cool. Um, my So I, I didn't realize that you were still at Brown. So what are you majoring in, if you yeah, want to tell the folks? I'm concentrating in, in history over there, um, finishing up uh, final capstone class for uh, the concentration. So um, just wrapping, tying, tying all the knots with, with all this stuff and finishing it off to, to get that, that nice degree. So, yeah. Nice. So, but when you get, when you, when you work your way in the starting lineup this spring, are you going to go to graduation or are you going to the game? <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I thankfully walked walked with my class already, so I'll be. Oh, all right, um, here we go. All the the pitches and the the full full go already, so I had my fun. Yeah. All right, nice, good to hear. So you're at the game. Check. I'm at the game. Yes, sir. <laughs> Got it. All right. So recently, the Free Jacks have kind of released uh, a series of Instagram reels slash shorts where we see uh, Kyle the Eagle Sakara and holding the vampire younger they're interning I, I don't know how to pronounce it i think it's like quiche catchy's law or whatever it is so if you're not if you're not playing rugby what do you think what do you think the career is going to be are, are you going to be a law intern like what are you what are you looking at yeah well i i think that's uh if the, those shorts are hilarious man every single time i see them pop up i, I know i'm expecting a nice little outfit 
outrageous from those guys. So, um, but yeah, a lot of a lot of thoughts still still going into careers to follow. But um, definitely, laws uh, has been a thought behind my mind. So um, I definitely keep that in the the forefront of um, things to come. So yeah. Nice. You're gonna be getting uh, stuck into any of the Free Jack social media reels like that. We're there. We're not just the league's best rugby team. We also have the best social media in the league, the best fan podcast in the league. We're the best at a lot of different stuff. You gonna get in on that or what? Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. If they let me, man, I'm I'm, I'm there. Me and uh, I, Brad actually, or they they connect me with Brad, so I'll uh, see what Brad's got lined up for for the guys. Not to uh, steal Phil's line, but you love to hear it you love to hear it so um about so speaking in about the mlr you know you played you played a lot of football and that was your primary sport in college and now you've switched back to rugby um you know but i have to kind of think i have to kind of assume you've always been watching rugby and paying attention to rugby and stuff like that how long have you been keen to maybe eyeball and get into mlr um honestly the the dream has been uh recent so um i think really getting back into into rugby um my senior year really sparked that that interest in um potentially playing professionally um took really serious uh, after that that final season but um yeah i've always i've always been keen in watching watching the guys play and um seeing the p- potential of, of the league and its growth over the years so um it's definitely been uh, exciting to to watch and keep up with but even more exciting to um think it was possible to 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 be a part of it so yeah nice i always gotta throw the shameless plug out there so this is my shameless plug how long you been a fan of the jacks ranger show it's okay to say since 2021 actually 2021 now that you bring it up is, let's go wow <laughs> love it <laughs> yes <laughs> nice <laughs> So you've been listening since episode one. You were stuck in right from the beginning. When Phil had like four listeners, you were you were you were listener number four. That's, that might or might not have been me. I can't. I can't confirm. I'm like the free jacks. Yeah, I'm like we the free jacks. We don't have a wall. Yeah, we have five. <laughs> we don't have a wall of like listeners as they came in, like the free jacks yeah. have. Like when, when you finally get to play, you'll see it down there in the mint. I don't know if you've been by there already, but they have like the wall of free jacks and stuff like that. We don't have that here. But we should build it. It'd be it'd be interesting. Um, all right, I got a couple um, maybe uh, they're off free jacks topics questions, but uh, you know, so there's only four teams left. It's the Rugby World Cup semifinals this weekend. Uh, why do you want England to win? Is it because they're the only <laughs> undefeated team left? Oh man, um, actually, I might be. I might be a little base with the signs, but I think I'm I'm rooting for the All Blacks in, in this one. Um, wow. I got a cousin of that a place for place for the sevens team over there, so um, nice. hoping to, to pull it through for for the fellas. But yeah, it, it's not a bad pick. It's not a bad pick. You know, they've really flown under the radar. They they threw that stinker at Twickenham, and then they lost to France, and everyone kind of wrote them off. And now all yeah. of a sudden they're back and. People pretend that they left, but it's still the All Blacks, and I think they're they were ranked. I think they dropped to number four in the world ranking. So it's not like they're a bad team, you know. Yeah. So that's all right. God save the king. Let's go England. You know, that's what I'm saying. Let's go. Come on, England. It, 
Yeah. Interestingly enough, I think they still say, uh, sing God Save the Queen as their anthem. I don't think that they like I Charles too much. No, I think they switched I, it over. Yeah, they, they did? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I saw the players being like, Queen. Like saying, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they forgot. I don't know. She was pretty old. So, yeah. All right. So recently, recently, Major League Rugby runner-up, uh, Marcel, I don't know how to say his last name. I think it's Bracky. He's advocated for names on the back of jerseys, but as well as players being able to choose their number. Just want to get your take on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I keep saying all the, the comments behind the, this stuff. Honestly, yeah, I feel like we should just keep keep the tradition. I feel like um, just being able to, to keep track of, of all the guys on, on the field and just like the honor of wearing a certain number and, and uh, the meaning behind it is it runs deep. So, um, but yeah, I've I've seen a lot of a lot of talk behind this stuff, so it's it's definitely an interesting topic. But um, yeah, I think we gotta keep it a little little old school. We are in we are in the 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 dregs. Uh, you know, it's the off season. We're like midway through. It's November. Mm-hmm. It's really sad times if you're an MLR fan because you still got a ways to go. So I get it. Maybe they're trying to drum up some conversation by saying this, but it's uh it's pretty much I think um. I don't know. I think Oxford University just came out with a study that said that it would absolutely trash MLR and, and the whole thing would get canceled if we allowed players to choose their number. I'm pretty sure uh, I'm going to find that study. I'll post it up here. It doesn't exist, but it may have been a study of one sample size of me. Uh, but that's my opinion. I'm sticking to it. So uh, names are I'm cool with names. I'm yeah. cool with numbers. You can't they can't touch the numbers. And then so a, a more serious question for me, though, um, the final one for me is, you know, what are your short, mid and like long term uh, range goals with like rugby? So like what are you looking to like? Is it to like, hey, I just want to break into the starting line or break up into like the 23 or like what's the goals going forward? Um, yeah, uh, short-term goals is definitely just um, focus on the task at hand. So um, for me right now is, is this fall and it is the off-season. So um, doing my best to keep development and, and keep um, everything that I had going on for me with the, with the academy, just uh, trying to stay and stay on top of that. So I'm able to come into uh, December or January, whenever. Um, our first meetings and, and trainings are uh, with the Jays to uh, be in my, my best form. Um, the midterm goals uh, during season is definitely to try to push that um, my best bet with with the roster and um, train every week to kind of crack that that twenty three and um, yeah do what I can to uh, to make my impact on on the team. I think long term goals though is, is another one of those questions that we. Out on the the reflection towards the end of the academy, but is, so just take take this game as far as I can while I can, and um, yeah, make the most of the opportunity I had to um, to give back to the the sport that's given so much to to me at this point. So um, really want to yeah reach reach the the limits with with this and um, yeah see where where I can take it. So. Well, I can't wait to see you uh, down there at Fort Quincy, whether you're on the pitch preparing for the match or not in the stands, you can always get some huzzas with Dave down at the, down on the fence. If you're not in the match day 23, you'll find me and Phil buzzing around when I can get down there. He'll be there every game. I'll be there when I can make it. These things happen in life, but we can't wait to see you out there, man. We're excited to have that you're on the team. I appreciate it, guys. Thank you so much, man. It means a lot. So.
All right, Junior. I think I just want to echo what Bozo was saying. Like, we're super excited to have you on the Free Jacks organization um, and really cannot wait to watch your development and hopefully crack the, the starting lineup at some point in the 2024 season to see what you got. Our, like I said, our boy, uh, the outrider intern, as I like to call him, uh, James Horkin, is just singing your praises, man. He's saying that you're harder to tackle than Wayne Vanderbank, which is huge, <laughs> high praise. Oh, um, man. So Jeez. I cannot wait to see you on the pitch just doing your thing, man. So just keep doing what you're doing, young man, and we cannot wait to see you in the red, white, and blue. And with that being said, I've got one word for everybody to exit the video in three, two, one. Huzzah! Huzzah! Woo! Thank you. Later. Bye.